Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 30 Theory Podcast. This is episode number 27. I'm Tim Corey. And I'm Jack Salvin. So this is the first podcast where uh, I'll be I'll be coming at you guys from a horizontal position. I'm currently lying down because it is very cold out here. Um, it is 64 degrees Fahrenheit, so I am bundled up. Oh, frigid. Laying down here trying to stay warm. Uh, you know, to combat the <laughs> But anyway, what is uh? I mean, as it's in, you grew up in upstate New York, and you're getting, you have the 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 courage to say that that is cold weather. You sound like you sound like a California native. It's funny because it totally goes both ways. I'll I'll be talking to someone here. To be fair, like like I just got dinner, and people were like bundled up complaining about the cold and i am wearing a short sleeve shirt and shorts but <laughs> if i'm with them i'll be like ah oh, nah i'm from new york like i don't believe in cold and then i'll i'll, I'll call you and i mean it, it's pretty solid after you know after a decent amount of days where it's like in the 70s 80s for it to be 60 low 60s it's chilly here and i got no insulation i'm like basically outside right now yeah that's that's true we did get a a little sneak peek into your uh, apartment in when we recorded the second part. Yeah, so we so this is a little late of a recording, um, but we did. We'll have an interview for the second half of this one with Spencer, which uh, I thought there were some great moments, but it was long, and I think will require a little bit of editing. So we'll. I'm excited. I, I thought it was it was just great talking to him in general. So stay tuned because that'll be part two here. But let's get right into. Uh, you know, our normally scheduled first part. What have you been up to uh, for this week here? Last week of March, uh, April's coming up. How are things? Yeah, so uh, on my end, uh, I can finally say that some stuff has happened. Um, Nothing like too interesting, still kind of in my schedule, but, you know, things within my schedule have happened. Uh, So probably, I guess most notably, um, or it's it's exciting for me because it's exactly the kind of thing that I uh, went into the internship like hoping for experience wise. Uh, last week on Tuesday, I came in a little early um, to the Capitol, and we, by we I mean me, uh, Dan Mosher, the legislative director. Uh, Anthony, the legislative analyst, and Senator Kavanaugh. Uh, we did two rallies that um, Anthony and Dan organized uh, over the weekend on the Million Dollar Staircase, which if you've ever been in the Capitol, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the first one was for housing vouchers, which is one of Kavanaugh's big things for the budget. Um and, you know, he spoke, uh, a lot of um, legislators who were co-sponsors spoke, uh, and then activists spoke. And, you know, there were, like, camera crews and reporters to ask some questions. And, uh, I don't know, it's just super cool to see. And then, like, one or two hours later, we did a uh, all-electric, one for an all-electric bill that um, is Kavanaugh's bill. And it was generally the same kind of thing. Uh, there was another, uh, I think it was an assembly member 
there who probably had the assembly version of the bill um who talked a lot and you know that crowd of um um advocates was great as well and it was just super cool to see you know these rallies that uh is like the stuff we're working on and see other people be passionate about it and just kind of get that classic american advocacy like people in the streets or you know in this case in the capital with their signs up and um just kind of the seeing the behind the scenes like pragmatism of it like going through with typing it all up and getting through the process and then also getting the popular support and people to urge their own um assembly members or senators to get it through it's just super cool to see like both sides of the coin being worked on um within just a few hours of each other and within the capital uh so that was super fun super cool uh other than that my grandparents stopped by this weekend uh, which was just nice to see them uh, nothing too notable there i was at target most of the time unfortunately uh, running the numbers and up. then sorry running the numbers up oh yeah uh <laughs> you know i mean uh more more bad things to target as far as um you'll talk about it in a little bit but tim's coming over in what two weeks and uh i've i've tried for the last for the last two weeks to get target to let me take uh the time off when you're here so we can go do stuff but uh it's been two weeks and they still haven't answered the like four emails that i've sent to two different hr people so i don't know anyway leave them in your dust i mean it's on the table <laughs> because i mean regardless i'd probably be leaving in what three weeks after that anyways when people start coming back so i don't know we'll see yeah yeah and, uh, yeah go ahead i just also wanted to mention wrap up some of my the stuff that's happened uh unfortunately alice uh, got covid uh she got it on Ooh. sunday yeah so She's feeling pretty sick, pretty bad cough. Uh, Is she uh, triple vaccinated? Yes. Um, so she's feeling pretty sick, but you know she's, you know, not in the hospital or anything. So uh, lucky on that front. Uh, COVID's not dead, people. But uh, sincere, get well soon from the Abode Media crew to Alice <laughs> from Abode Media. Uh, so yeah, she's been just isolating in her room, which, you know, for anyone who's done it, like, uh, me and Tim and anyone else listening knows is not fun at all. Uh, especially if you're like her and you're a very social person. So, uh, and other than that, uh, we got the budget coming up, uh, for this week, which made today kind of interesting because I did literally almost nothing today because, all the staff members are just waiting for stuff to happen. And then once something does happen, like maybe they reach an agreement or there's some kind of amendment that has to be done on one of the bills that's part of the budget, like get her to do a ton of work really fast. So um, it's almost like quiet before the storm. And that's kind of what it was today. Uh, so not too much happening, but it's going to be a very hectic few days for the actual staff members, not me as an intern, really, but over the weekend and 
probably into Monday. So we'll see. Budget time. And then, uh, and then government people at work go on people. Their... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, it's probably going to be late. So working, but, you know, at a slower pace than uh, everyone would hope. But, uh, enough of me you have uh, you're in a very interesting spot of your uh, gap year journey like literally right now you were just correct. packing so to tell us about it that is a correct statement i uh i'll take a look at my cheat sheet here and see exactly what's going on so we recorded um let's see the last kind of first part one uh over a week ago it was last monday right um and it is so. Wednesday, Wednesday the thirtieth, my father's birthday. Happy birthday, Dad! Um, so anyway, it has been a surprisingly busy week. I know. Uh, kind of thinking back to last week, was thinking that it was going to be a little slow as the project kind of died down, but uh, as my departure date quickly approaches, um, there there's a whole lot of things that came up. Um, so really, it's been pretty nonstop for the last week and a half. Um, we did a decent amount of site visits. We kind of uh, did some closing, some of the finished installs, double-checked, uh, kind of said goodbye to the people, uh, made sure everything was working well. That's the last two days. Um, with the other projects that we're looking to do in the town here, uh, let's see, Tuesday and Wednesday, we or I, I did an interview with the owner of the business and, you know, with my little camera kind of, sat him down, did the interview, did a walkthrough of the business, uh, and that was fun, still working on translating that. Um, so kind of work-wise, it's been surprisingly busy. And then outside of that, uh, Sunday, I went to the town of Rincon, which is a small town kind of on the west side of the island, uh, kind of a very touristy uh, like beach town, like if you go to the town plaza, like all the businesses are completely in English. So it's kind of totally been gentrified. Uh, but anyway, like some of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen, um, you know, got some good food and spent the day there, kind of did a little bit of a road trip to get out there on Sunday. Uh, so that was fun. I had Krispy Kreme for the first time. Who would have known? Pretty solid. But I have to say, like, I was thinking that they were going to be, like, a step above, like, the normal Dunkin' Donuts. They just tasted like Dunkin' Donuts, really. I don't know if Jack Scott... You're talking about, like, just the general Krispy Kreme. The Krispy Kreme classic glazed donut that you're always seeing online. It just tastes like a Dunkin' Donuts to me. I don't know. I've had one of those, and I I think it was, like, it was either, something weird was about... There was something weird about it anyways. Like, it was either from a store like not the actual place or it was just old or something. But I remember having it and just thinking like, this is not good. No, it was good. And it was fresh too, but it, I don't know. It, it wasn't like outstanding. I mean, it's probably hard to separate yourself from the crowd as far as like glazed donuts go, unless you're freshly making them and you're like the donut yeah. place, you know? Well, yeah, I thought Krispy Kreme was that place. Anyway, it was good. You know, other than that, just taking my cold showers uh enjoying my time with the cockroaches um do you say your goodbyes to them 
No, not yet. I still got to go make one last visit to that cockroach bathroom. So, <laughs> and and funny enough, it seems that they're putting hot water and furniture in uh, this coming week. So as I leave, they're putting hot water and furniture in. Uh, which i I don't have any complaints my i have low standards but it is pretty funny um but yeah other than that i'll very soon be before going back to new york for uh you know the week before easter i'm gonna go spend a couple days with jordan in augusta outside of atlanta and georgia so you know as i sit down and do this podcast i am in the process of packing, cleaning the apartment here, I got everything packed clothes wise. Um, and then all I really have left to pack is kind of my technology bag here, which, uh, which is why we're recording the podcast. So I can pack all this stuff up after. So anyway, it is, it has been a pretty busy week and a half. Um, have been saying goodbye to people. Went out to dinner a couple times. I just, uh, you know, said goodbye at a din like got a pizza with with one of the people here and had a nice goodbye bought a cool shirt here from the basketball team and then just went and had one last kind of hangout uh with some friends i've made here got a mojito at the bar in town and uh yeah it's it's been good it's a little bit of a weird time you know night before heading out tomorrow i'll be um you know, using the weird Facebook bus service from Ponce to the airport. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Waiting in the airport for like six hours before my flight. Um, and then I'll be flying into Atlanta where Jordan and his roommate will pick me up. So anyway, I'm excited. It's going to be just a really significant change from, you know, day-to-day life here versus in Augusta uh, with Jordan. But I'm looking forward to spending some time with him. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, as the kind of, uh, you know, project experience, whatever you want to call it here, comes to an end. I mean, I will be back here in a year for something else. But, you know, it's really been since September 1st that everything is coming, in, coming to an end tomorrow. So it's it's pretty interesting. I've, I really haven't had any time to reflect at all. Uh the only other thing I'd mention is I've had such a long day today right now and my energy might be a little low because I was up at 3.30 this morning to make coffee. Uh, so I woke up at 3.30 and roasted coffee with some of the folks here. So anyway, I am exhausted right now because it's like, I think we're recording this and it's just about midnight. So uh, my circadian rhythms are a little off right now from waking up early, uh, making coffee, cleaning the house, packing, going out to get some pizza. And then uh, now I, after we finish this, I got some more packing to do. So very exciting stuff. Anyway, uh, that's kind of been what I've been up to. Looking forward to some time in Georgia. Haven't spent much time there before, before making it back to New York for a little while. And uh, I'm just pretty happy that the adventure here, seven months ago it started and Seven months later, I am completely happy. I think it uh, worked out, you know, really couldn't have worked out better. Met some great people. The project worked great. Uh, you know, 
learned learned a lot. Definitely grew a lot as a person. Aside from, uh, you know, just the skills that I've picked up, both, you know, Spanish and and beyond. So, I would say that I don't know. I definitely in the short amount of time have had to do a lot of you know maturing, growing up a little bit. I, I downloaded TikTok yesterday, and I was just like looking at some of the college like. I hadn't had TikTok since before I arrived in September and I downloaded it and it was like all this college stuff. And I'm like, I got to take a whole step back to get right from kind of the working, uh, like adult kind of style of life here to, to get back into the college mindset. But anyway, it's been great and, uh, I'm kind of rambling on here. So take it away. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I will second, you know, TikTok, uh, I don't have it anymore. I kind of hate TikTok. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to see you. Uh, it'll be, it'll be cool to do the pod in person. It'll be cool to be. Oh, we can mention that 13th year biggest investment to date people. We're talking big investment three well, digits three digits that that for abode media three digits for the 13th year oh no no quadruple digits for um four digits for abode media three for uh abode audio right yeah i guess that's a better way to put it so abode media lots some some little bit of an investment was made uh, abode audio of course the 13th year here honestly we'll probably have the more exciting invest or i don't know about exciting but, but like necessary so um coming next week is like legit podcasting equipment um you know until now we've just been plugging our mics into our computers and uh on monday we have another mic for a guest and a professional recorder coming which will really just enhance you know it, it, the, the pod will will get a big boost in the quality so i'm excited it'll make it easier better and i think after 26 episodes i think we've deserved i like how we say we deserve as money's coming <laughs> out of our wallet but uh yeah uh i mean i don't think the listeners will hear too much of a difference from you know what I understand about it. You're the one that's done more research into it, but uh, it should make the recording process a lot easier. And I think my personal biggest hope is that it will allow us to expand our horizon as far as like guests go during the summer, uh, because there'll be less of a commitment for other people to come on the pod when we can like drive to their house with all the stuff and, you know, a backpack or something uh, and just, record it there without having to go through all this like unnecessary stuff uh when you have the proper equipment so that'll be the biggest yeah change. i mean having the proper equipment always will will make it easier um so uh, yeah i think it'll be good it'll make it easier to record when we're in person and it'll automatically mix stuff I, I won't get into the details but anyway it will it will be super nice to have and i'm i'm excited to to see and i i do think i do think that having being able to do some in person interviews being face to face definitely 
provides kind of a different different energy chemistry. Yeah, I think it allows for... I feel like when we have done uh, in-person stuff, which hasn't been as much as we should have done, um, it it allows for more fun to be had, I guess, just because you can see people and, like, if one person laughs, like, you know, it's infectious and people want to make other people laugh more and whatnot. Um, yeah, so, I th- yeah, I think I think it'll be good. And I think that, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll be able to test it out from from Georgia uh, with, you know, get Jordan back on again. I know he's been a pretty frequent guest, but he, <laughs> he, he's always fun to have on. Maybe get 38 Blank, his uh, rapper friend on. I don't know. We'll, we'll find something. But anyway, that's kind of the other the other big announcement that uh from the abode media abode yeah, audio network. Uh, i mean both jordan and spencer have been very supportive of abode media recently uh spencer's been making a new logo for abode audio and it looks great i don't i think we're pretty much in the final stages of it um but it'll be super cool we'll definitely start utilizing it once we do our little soft rebrand that we've kind of uh, talked about here and there but uh i mean i don't know it's great to see other people interested in it and uh i think that'll only be elevated once we start doing bigger projects over the summer with everyone yeah 100 percent. so uh well so so we'll have we'll have spencer on just in a minute here uh but i just i just want to end this part by saying uh sincere thank you to everyone who has listened to any of the episodes. I know we started this um, in August, the last week of August, uh, a week before I was, before I left, we kind of decently spontaneously. I know the idea was in the works for a while. Uh, I was working, I drove and stopped at Best Buy after work and bought the microphone and made the little, little investment. And uh, Jack was in Connecticut we tested it out, tested all the software. I think, and I think first and recording from, I was in yeah, uh, North Carolina, actually. North Carolina. And anyway, since then, uh, we've had seven months of episodes. And the whole point was to capture, uh, you know, kind of our, our time, our 13th year, right? And... Although it's technically not the end of my journey, this is definitely the end of, of of a big portion of it. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened, who has been here along the way, uh, you know, in whatever fashion, uh, because I do think that I've loved doing it, uh, and it's it's pretty wicked to think. And I'm, I've I've listened to some in the past uh, when I had COVID. I would like scroll through a couple of the old episodes, but it's going to be just super interesting to see to have a kind of weekly kind of public journal sort of uh as as i've grown through this year as the projects happened as just weird things have happened so anyway i just want to say before we switch over to spencer's interview here a sincere thank you to everyone uh, who's listened sincere thank you to jack as uh as my time in this town doing this project comes to an end so thank you
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 13th Year Podcast. This is episode number 27, part two. Um, we're so happy to be joined by Spencer here. He's on the line. We're looking at him. He's smiling. Spencer, what's going on? Uh, everything's going great over here in Geneseo. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. So, you know, we spoke to you very, very briefly on the, of course, traveling pod in early January. But since then, you were actually the guest on uh, episode number, what, six? Number six. So that's over 20 episodes ago. So, you know, what you've been up to, how you feeling 20 episodes later, what do the people need to know about what's happening? Um, school's gone, been going well. I've just been taking it one week at a time, focusing on finishing out strong for the end of the year. Um, outside of schoolwork, I've been playing baseball. is just starting up again. Um, over the winter, I played intramural basketball and intramural dodgeball. And I've been doing just things here and there. Not a whole lot of new new things going on. And uh, remind people what your major is and then tell them about the uh, minor that you're looking to get into. So I'm a business administration major and I am about to add a marketing minor. And... Can you give some examples of like classes you've taken this year and then classes you think you'll take with the new marketing minor next year that you might be looking forward to? I'm not too familiar with what I'll be taking next year. Uh, I'll figure that out on Wednesday. But I know I'll be taking classes like um, social media marketing and things like that. Uh, classes I have taken already are macroeconomics, microeconomics. Um, I'm taking programming right now. And then some like business statistic classes, uh, writing seminars, a lot of gen eds right now. So are you, are you like learning a programming language? Uh, we just took our um, Python test to finish off Python. And then we're about to start R this week. I totally know what that all means. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, very complex. I'm not I'm not super great at it. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely useful, but I know for me at least, like that's just not my jam. So I've, I'd probably feel very lost, even though for I feel like for some people, it's probably pretty easy and it just kind of clicks. Yeah. And for others, it just doesn't will never make sense. Just well, kind of one of those things. It, no, that's it's something you can learn. Like, well, I mean, of course you can learn it. It's kind of like um, just another language. Yeah, it's like proofs in geometry. Like some people just get it, and then other people it takes time. And I said it's fair comparison. So, what else? Well, what else do the people need to know? You liking? I mean, let's see. You probably have what six weeks left about. Finish half. Yeah, I think I, I counted it up this morning in class. I was bored. I kind of finished my work. I counted it up. I think it was six weeks. So six weeks left. How kind of what's your kind of initial reflection on just Geneseo, your freshman year of college, you know, general thoughts as you kind of start to finish up? 
Overall, I had a pretty positive experience here in my first two semesters. My classes have been going very well. Um, I'm pretty happy with my performance in my classes and my not getting too distracted with hanging out with other people or uh, worrying about getting my work done. Um, one thing I'm hoping that to improve upon uh, in the fall is just kind of meeting more people, putting myself out there a little more. Uh, that's one thing I struggled with a little bit this semester, or sorry, the previous semester. But other than that, it's been good so far. I was going to say, you know, as you are finishing up here and as, you know, Jack and I are yet to start and will be soon, what, you know, collegiate, collegiate advice do you have for the 13th year host here? Um, definitely in the beginning, put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to try new things. I met most of the people I hang out with now, I met through sports. So whether it's club sports or intramural sports, I really recommend doing that because it's a bunch of people that love doing the same thing you do. Um, join clubs. That's one thing I want to improve upon in the fall is I want to join some more clubs to find more people kind of like me. Are or, you doing any clubs right now aside from the like sports ones? Uh, no, not right now. I've just been focusing on school and baseball. Did you listen to the uh, Will episode yet? Yes. And does Geneseo have anything kind of similar to that uh, professional business fraternity? We do have a couple professional business fraternities. Uh, it's something I might look into, but I'm not sure I want to join any sort of fraternity right now. Yeah. Definitely not cool. a social fraternity, but I'll definitely look into a business fraternity. Sounds like there's a lot of good things that can come out of that. I was definitely interested from that conversation with Will because, I mean, when you hear fraternity, you're always almost thinking, like, social. But it's really not a well, – it doesn't, like, fill a stereotype of fraternity. It's really just, like, a club of people who take it more seriously, you know? Yeah, it's a club of people who are all taking kind of a similar or the same major and just trying to network and advance their resumes. Yeah, like, that seems like a – I don't know. Cool thing. So as after the you know school season ends up here, any any plans for the summer here as you finish probably mid-May? Yeah, my last ex my last finals on May 19th. Haley's last finals on May 20th. So we'll probably head home on that night of the mid 20th. Special uh, day. Which is actually Jack's birthday. <laughs> so maybe I'll maybe I'll make it over to Jack's house to give him a little birthday kiss. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Um, yeah. And beyond that? I have... I'll be home most of the summer. Obviously, I'll work at Control Tower again this summer. I might pick. I might start umping for Little League Baseball. That'd it's be an fun. idea I've toyed around with for a little extra money. Um, I'm not set on that yet. And then... Other than that, the only trip I have planned so far is I'm going to a Red Sox game with Haley on May 28th to the 29th. 
So other than that, it'll be dedicated to shooting Chase 6, hanging out with my family, you guys. I'd like to travel a little bit. Do you have any travel ideas? I've been trying to brainstorm. Um, you, Jack and I threw around a couple ideas a couple, probably a month or two ago. We FaceTimed. But I haven't really thought of anything big yet. I think we should go camping. Might be a cool idea if we could go visit Will in the Adirondacks sometime. I like the Adirondacks, um, and I like, I, I, I kind of got in like a New York City video wormhole the other day. And yeah. I really wish I had spent more time actually in the city. Like, that's that's one thing I'd I'd say. Yeah, was it last pot last episode you're talking about Casey Neistat? It was, uh, was I think it might have been the last one. Yeah, because he made a documentary. Like, those, those were the days when. The, uh, yeah, I remember you got me hooked on Casey Neistat, and I watched every episode as it came out, and him and Roman Atwood, I used to watch him a lot too. Those are like the classic YouTube date. I mean, that, that must have been what, middle school? Yeah. Middle school, early high school. Like, I just remember getting home every day and just watching the Casey Neistat vlog. That is just like pure. Yeah. His were my favorite because his videography, that's the right word, right? Yeah. Uh, it was just like something I hadn't seen before. And I'm also, I love the city. Not specifically New York City, but I like like Boston and New York City's all right. It's all right. But I just like being surrounded. I like being surrounded by like so much going on, so many options, places to eat, things to do. Yeah, things to see. That's I don't know. I I even like watched a couple old Casey Neistat vlogs a couple days ago. Like I don't know. That was just a good time. So you think you think you'll spend some time in a living in a city in your future? You mentioned maybe Boston, but. Yeah, Boston's always had a special place in my heart as a diehard Red Sox fan. I've just spent a lot of time there, and I really love the city. Yeah, I mean, I can live it in Boston, go on a Fenway. Seems like a good life. It's it does expensive, but quite good expensive. One. But yeah, sometimes it's worth it if you can make it work. That would be. So, but you you like the idea of city living sometime in your future. I do. Both of my parents lived in Boston for a few years while my mom got her master's. So they know a lot about the city. I'd like to kind of do something similar. Yeah, my dad, uh, when he went to, he always talks about when he went to Northeastern, like he used to be able to uh, get into Red Sox games in the seventh inning for free. So after class, they just go to the game, go to like the section where you can just kind of stand and watch, which just sounds like so fun yeah it does get to watch you can't do now but unfortunately (laughs) you can get cheap tickets and then i heard you got mono yeah i did get mono i don't know how i got mono but i got it i'm the only one i know that has it Haley doesn't have it none of my family has it none of my friends have it is it i must have got how does mono work spread through saliva so i must have used another cup at, at a party or something or suspicious. someone coughed on me but it, what does it do is it like a <laughs> suspicious what are the um, effects i feel perfectly fine now i had a sore throat like just a very minor sore throat for a week and i just kind of 
wrote it off. I didn't think much of it. And then it got really bad a couple days later. And so I went, I got tested for all sorts of things. They all came back negative. So they tested me for mono and it came back positive. So they gave me some, some prescriptions. I took those and I just kind of got to wait it out. So do you technically still have it? I, yeah, technically. So are you, what, is, what does that mean? Just means I can't kiss or use anyone else's drinks. No, or no kissing, no drinking from anyone else's drinks. Do you have to like wear uh, a mask also, or anything? No, not really. The doctor didn't say anything about that. One thing that sucks though is I can't work out and I can't. I have to take a little break from baseball right now. Oh. Which are two things that have really put a damper on my spring. But What's the recovery time looking like? Doctor told me stay away from baseball for like three to four weeks. Oh my! Oh wow! From mono? So it's yeah, because I guess my spleen is enlarged, so it's more prone to rupture if okay. it gets. What does your spleen even do? I don't know. She described it as like a lymph node. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the medical field at all, so I don't. I should probably stop talking. No, I think you should just risk it. Spleen, I don't think it's probably that yeah. important, I mean, really. According to Google, you can live without it, so Uh-oh. whatever. Whatever. You mentioned, uh, I, I feel like we didn't talk about this last time. You've kind of always been into um, like reselling, kind of various stuff. I remember initially it was shoes, and then it was trading cards, and I think it still kind of is, but uh, I feel like hats are... a fairly new development in your reselling ventures yeah uh, so you want to talk about that at all been very into into uh flipping fitted hats fitted baseball hats recently i've been reselling for a long time now since 2018 i think and it was the topic of my uh my college essay um, oh really i didn't know that yeah i it, I've become much more successful. I've been learning a lot, dipping into new categories, like hats are new. Uh, there was like, like cards were really big in 2020, 2021. But I've been pretty successful in my endeavors. I did, what do you I think, sell through? What's that? Like what, what's, what's the process? Break it down. Where are you selling? How much cash uh, So... I pay for these groups that provide information to me about um, profitable items that can be flipped. And then I do my best to acquire these items and then I sell them or wait to sell them as they appreciate in value. And then usually sell them on eBay is where you do most of my sales. And, and there's a couple other apps. How, all right, a hat, for example, how much money can you make on a, selling a hat? Biggest hat, I can pull up my spreadsheet here. Um, so I just started hats uh, two months ago. But so far I sold, I made over $200 on one of them. On a hat, that's pretty good. Which I would never have expected. And then what about what like a-, a card or shoes? What's your most profitable kind of? Um, I don't know if I want to jump into my numbers right now on the podcast. <laughs> Come but on. There's some, there's some pretty profitable cards 
out there. I told Jack about one of them, I think. Jack, give a facial F1 expression cards. how impressed you were. I, I don't remember what the value was. If you have to, if you had to give, I have two questions relating to this. If you had to give a general guess on how much you think you've made from it, what would it be? And what is the, what item have you been holding on to the longest in anticipation of selling it for profit? Okay, so one of those ties into what we were just talking about, but I'll answer the first question first. Um, last year, I did over, I think, over five figures in, in sales last year, which is Damn. pretty exciting. That's pretty good. That business yeah. major prestige right there. Yeah, so that's part of what fueled my interest in the business. And how much in, in profit? Um, usually in this, in these markets, like a 30% return on investment is, is pretty average. Okay. So it's not entirely profit. I didn't make more than $10,000 in profit. Some items are more profitable than others, but leading so that, to the second question, spending cash. yeah, it definitely helps when I'm not home to work and with my job, I don't get a ton of hours, so it helps helps me out. Leading into Jack's second question, I think the item I've had the longest is a box of F1, uh, Topps F1 cards, trading cards. And do you think you'll continue holding on to those? I know F1 is rapidly um, increasing in popularity. Like, are you, Do you see yourself just waiting it out? Like as this yeah, type train keeps going? I bought the box for $130 right now on eBay. Let me look. Right now on eBay, it is going for, oh, wow, uh, over $3,000. Dang. <laughs> That's ridiculous. A few sales for $3,700. And you're waiting to sell it? Yeah, I'm hoping. And where is this? Where's this stored, and how can I access it? <laughs> yeah, it's in my vault. You know, it's in Switzerland. Where is it? Is it actually? protected by Ruby? Do you have yeah. a Do you have a safe? No, I have a safe at at school, but not for any of that. Um, it's oh, an off, off-site location. Chase Six stealing from Spencer's <laughs> hard storage. No, nah, it's not a good idea. What type of hat was it, the most profitable one that you sold? Is it just a baseball hat? Yeah, it was just a Cleveland Indians hat. Oh, okay. And do you get a hat, like you buy it because you know it will be profitable, but you're like, wow, that is a really ugly hat, but you still make money off of it? Um, some people are blinded by hype, so they don't care what it looks like. If it has a lot of hype, they'll buy it. They'll put any amount of money towards it. Um, I don't have a lot of super ugly hats. I try to be selective in what I buy because I don't want to be stuck with something for a long time. Yeah. Have you bought any, you know, kind of these trendy cards, shoes, hats, anything for yourself that you... Yeah, that's a big problem. Like there's the saying, don't get high off your own supply. Um, but when you're like interested in all of this, it's hard to not keep some of them, especially when you know you ever want it again you're gonna to have to pay a lot of money for it so when you get it for retail it's very tempting to not keep stuff like my hat collection since i started doing hats has just at least doubled 
That's interesting. You, and what about shoes and other, just anything? I don't buy shoes for myself as much. I still wear the old, my same old Cressy pair Ultra Boosts, just because they're more expensive. And what are your opinions on, like, have the any of the hats you kept? Are they, assuming that they're majority like MLB hat? What are your thoughts on people wearing hats from teams that they're not a fan of? Um, personally, I only collect Red Sox hats because that's the only team I'm going to wear. But there's yeah. a lot of people out there that just like the designs. They'll wear whatever. I don't have anything against it, personally. It just comes down to preference, personal preference. And uh, what's your favorite Red Sox hat? Like, is it one of the kind of weird colorways that you're talking about before or is it like just the classic navy blue red b my favorite is a i've worn it to the abode uh the dunkin donuts red Sox hat i have oh yeah it's dunkin donuts colors that's probably my favorite one i mean i don't know something about baseball hats they're just I feel like every single baseball team there has just looks good. Like baseball yeah, they're teams, very they collectible. Keep, yeah, they keep their logos simple, and I, almost all of them are just letters. So it just makes it really easy to kind of throw them on anything and make them look good. Right. I'm working. I'm tr- hoping to have a surprise um, when we get back. At S- least for you two. I don't know about everyone else, but a surprise. <laughs> That sounds like an abode media surprise. We're gonna see. I don't know. I can't. I can't. It's not certain yet. Now I'm excited. Depends All how right. long things take. But we'll see. Jackie's giving us the three thousand dollar card box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to episode twenty-seven of the Computer Podcast. Make sure to check out the website abodemedia.org to see more and our Instagram of the same name. Thank you, Jack, as always, Spencer. Always a pleasure talking to you. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 For the record, don't come to my house. Rob me for the for the F1 cards. They're not not at my house.